Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Friday, October 22nd edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. In and out in less than 10 minutes, even though it's a busy Friday heading into the action-packed sports weekend. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, alongside Joe Fortenball. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Stuck at the Stanford Steve last night, so I'm in a really good mood. He tried to uh-huh. tell me the Tulane Green Wave for the play. Tried to tell him it was SMU. Um, I kid. I love Steve, and it's always fun to get one up on him because, honestly, his college football is usually so top-notch, and he put a licking on me last year. So anything I can grab, any, like, 10-9 round I can grab this year, I got to gravitate <laughs> to it, Doug. I got to gravitate to it. Yeah, okay, we're going to get into college football in a little bit. But uh, let's start in the diamond. We have two each series. The each championship series is at three two. Dodgers stave off elimination. Have a little bit of a pulse. Now they're going to get their two aces off full rest. Scherzer goes in six, and then if there is a seven, Walker Bueller. Any thoughts here on that game? No, I've got a little something for you for tonight on Houston and Boston. I'm looking at that series, and you made a great point on the desk yesterday about how to look at this series if the Dodgers could survive last night. I was a big proponent of the Braves winning two games ago, and I got that one, but I missed yesterday, and now I've got to go back to the drawing board and try to figure out how I see this series closing out. I still like Atlanta, but I think you have a pretty good reason for why the Dodgers are going to be coming back here. Yeah, I mean, look, the Braves are favored, and they should be. It's about a buck ninety right now. But just give it having to survive the wild card, then game five against the Giants, like, and then some stupidity as well in my eyes with some of the pitching moves. The Scherzer and those guys were never like fully rested. Scherzer's not pitched since last weekend. Same for Walker Bueller. Like they're both going to be on full rest. Scherzer had a dead arm. He said in his last game. I think that gives them a decent shot here. And if the bats have woken up, although Turner's hurt now. For L.A., I still like their chin. Now, the Braves are no joke. Obviously, the, the lineup is legit, but it's Ian Anderson and then maybe Charlie Morton. I'm not too stressed about that. So as long as you can get solid pitching from both of their aces, Dodgers are in a really good position right now. Yeah, and you made that point yesterday, and I saw you making it again this morning in the document that we fill out as we get set for Daily Wager. It's a great point. Atlanta, it feels like they had their opportunity last night, and they couldn't get it done in the bullpen game. They actually got shellacked in that game. So then they've got to go out and they've got to face two great arms. I still have faith that they can do it, but the faith is dwindling. If we move to tonight's ALCS matchup, I would take a shot on Houston here based largely on the pricing recalibration in the matchup. We, we saw this same pitching matchup between Ivaldi and I believe Garcia in game two. And Houston was minus 115. Now they got their butts kicked in that game, but now you've got the same matchup tonight. And at Caesars where we look, Uh, It's only Houston minus 105. Now, to the credit for why that adjustment happened, Boston bombed Houston in that game, hitting grand slam after grand slam. But given the fact that Houston has won each of the last two games to swing the series from down 2-1 to up 3-2, they're coming home. I like the situation for the Astros, especially with the price. 
Evaldi's been good. He's burned me a few times with how well he's pitched this postseason, but I'm going to be on the Astros in game six. I like the over when it was overnight at eight and a half. It's now nine. I still lean to that. I, I think Evaldi, like again, bringing these guys in the bullpen and stuff is kind of uh, tough for them in that Houston ballpark, the left field and all the wonkiness in center. I think we could have a high-scoring game here. Uh, although last time I bet on the Red Sox team total, and I cooled them off. So that's, <laughs> you can blame me, Bean Town. You can blame me. So, yeah, that would be the only play for me. I do like Scherzer. I should just put a bow on it. I do like the Dodgers tomorrow. I trust Scherzer a lot more than I trust Bueller. Um, maybe even a first five. I think he's an animal. I, I think he'll be okay here. Let's go to NBA. Uh, we got a lot going on in, in this month. You know, there's the only thing that really jumps out at me is the Suns. I, I, I'm going to fade this Lakers team until they get their shooters back from injury. I think that's really missing when they played the Warriors last night. But, you know, I, I just think the league is sort of with all these three and D guys and these specialists, the shooting, all that three pointers, it just leveled the playing field and kind of minimized the huge advantage superstars have. Obviously, LeBron's fantastic. AD's been playing great. So when he's healthy and he's on, he's fantastic. But when you have this three-point shooting of, like, random guys, and I say random, meaning cash, to the casual fan, it just levels it. So I think Phoenix is a really good team, and I like them tonight until the Lakers get all their shooting back and figure out how to play with Westbrook. Small play on the under in that game. Uh, just based on pace metrics, shooting, defense, everything we've seen before, I think the number's too high. One game that I really liked is laying six and a half with the Celtics against the Raptors. I don't know if a lot of people caught this. The Raptors looked terrible in their first game of the season against Washington. Absolutely terrible. Everyone was trying to tell me that that game was going to be an over. I like the under because no Westbrook takes away some of the pace for Washington. And that thing didn't even come close. Neither team scored 100 points in that game. Uh, Toronto, I think, scored 70-something. They were brutal. Kyle Lowry is no longer with them. He's in Miami. Pascal Siakam's hurt. You got a Boston team that just went to double overtime and lost to the Knicks in the opener a couple nights ago. That game was incredible. And Jalen Brown being healthy is huge. I was surprised this was only six and a half. I think Toronto might be one of those teams that could be in a lot of trouble, but no one realizes it yet. They just haven't been earmarked to be terrible. And they did close very poorly late last year. I laid a six and a half with the Celtics. Speaking of terrible, there's a terrible game between Houston and OKC. Uh, I'm actually going to bet it. I'm going to bet the th- uh, the Oh, my Rockets. God. Bet the Rockets. It might be the only time all season they're favored, but I laid two overnight. I'm, I'd lay up to three. It's two and a half and three right now. I, I, I do think they are a superior team. So within reason, of course, superior is a strong word. Yes. Um, it's, uh, it's all about Isaac Newton's relativity here. <laughs> and I also like the Spurs plus seven and a half. San Antonio is going to be a very bet on team this season. Just too many points. Denver's nice. Got the big win. At Phoenix, I, I like Spurs. I, I think those role players, these guys you've never heard of, you will by the end of the season. I think they're deep enough. I, I think plus seven and a half is a nice play. You had the, uh, a um, the Spurs. Sorry for interrupting there. You had a really good nugget last year. I remember you turned me on to this like midway through the season about watching the Rockets in the second quarter, about how when they went to their bench, their bench was absolutely terrible. Now they're playing Oklahoma City tonight, so I'm not trying to tell you you're making a mistake with that bet. But I, I had a best bet on Minnesota against Houston in the opener. Or not, uh, yeah, Minnesota and Houston. And Minnesota got up on them early and then blew the doors off them in the second quarter. I think they hung like 44 points in the second quarter en route to a blowout in that game. And it made me think of what you had talked about last night. And I've been meaning to remind you. So what better time to remind you than on the podcast with everyone listening as well. But for live betting options 
and stuff like that. I, I think you still may be onto something with that Rockets team being awful in the second quarter when they turn it over to the bench. Well, I appreciate you pointing that out. So they've tweaked their line. I mean, obviously they've lost some of their guys yeah. like Kelly Olenek. Uh, Gordon's playing. Christian Wood's playing. So there's a lot going on. I got I to gotta get a better feel. Wednesday I wasn't, you know, rolled up the sleeves. I wasn't deep into the NBA. I only was keeping an eye on a few games. Had some uh, fun belt going on as well. So yeah. uh, I really need to put in the work. I need about a week or so, a week or two weeks into the uh, NBA. And then I, I'm really just firing hard on some live um uh quick uh we got we're up against clock a little bit let's do some football uh i don't love this weekend's card nothing is like a banger of all bangers anything stand out to you i'm gonna fire through four very quickly ohio plus five and a half over kent state kent state's zero and four on the road and they're 116th in run defense ohio is top 20 in run offense that will be the difference army plus three against wake forest steve likes this one as well i'm on board Army is a nightmare to defend. They grind the clock. They run the ball. Wake Forest is undefeated. Great spot for the Black Knights here. Uh, I will play Army. Oregon State plus three against Utah. Oregon State's had two weeks to get ready for this game. They move at a very slow pace. They're like Army. Not all the way like Army, but they really grind the clock. Utah is not a Utah is a team I love coming into the season. I've watched them. I know they made the change at quarterback post-Charlie Brewer. Uh, but it, it's still not that impressive of a football team to me. I think it's a tough spot for them. And then UCLA minus one over Oregon. Uh, they both run the ball well, but UCLA defends the run a lot better. Oregon's pass defense is awful. DTR is going to have a big day for the Bruins. So Ohio plus five and a half over Kent State. Army plus three over Wake. Oregon State plus three over Utah. UCLA minus one over Oregon. I do like Cal. Uh, it's just hard when I'm not convinced they're going to win and they're laying eight and a half, but Colorado stinks. They had a yeah. big win last week, oh, yeah. but they got a horrendous Arizona team. They were off a bye, and they're catching them at home in the altitude in Boulder where they play tougher. I just they, – they need a win. The Bears do, and I think they're going to get it here in Berkeley. i got to lay eight and a half with an over-under 44, but I still think it's the right play. A guy I really, 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 really respect told me this on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm, I'm warming up to it. West Virginia plus four and a half. They're off a bye. They're starting to figure things out. TCU is decimated with injuries. I mean, look, the Mountaineers have lost three straight. They haven't looked great. They've had a couple close losses, then got you know beat up by Baylor. But I think Baylor's turned the corner a little bit. So I don't love it. I'm passing it around, passing it along. But I, I think it's one of those games where you watch, start watching the game, you're like, wow, that 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 was the right side. So those are the two uh, I wanted to share with the people. And uh, we'll see you tonight, six Eastern on ESPN two, and also Sunday morning at an hour earlier, eight a.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Early wake-up car, I may just stay up. One or the other. <laughs> All right, Joe, see you later in the studio. All right, Douglas.